0: Welcome to Whom, an Australian podcast focused on bringing creative names to light. At Whom, we ask the real questions.
1: That would inform what question you would ask everyone, right? I was just thinking, like, do you like cheese? <laughs> we also make sure we touch on the real issues. Get away with anything if you've got enough money, enough rock. Yeah, hey, what's currency to them? How many hairs you got in your mane? One more hairs in my mane. <laughs> but one thing's for sure... Our guests promise to open up and tell you stories all about themselves that will
0: send you on an emotional rollercoaster. Our next guest takes us through her weird, wacky and wonderful life as a ballet dancer to where she is today in the creative world. Please welcome Jade Brider. Without further ado, here's
1: your hosts, Ben, Javon and Ben. So we begin with pronouns. She, <laughs> <laughs> her. Uh, she, her. She, her. Dancer. She, her. She, her. dancer? Yeah. Yeah. So would you call yourself a dancer primarily? or I
2: think performer these days.
1: Performer primarily? Yeah. yeah. What got you into performing?
2: I've been dancing since I was three. So that
1: really, I've
2: been dancing yeah. forever. So.
0: What sort of dancing do you when you're three years old?
2: Mostly, you know, fun stuff. You know, with streamers (laughs) and flags and yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry,
0: swearing. You're allowed to swear.
2: Okay, good. Um, Yeah,
1: go for it. Just swear as much as you like.
0: Remember, inside voice.
2: No, no inside voice. Loud loud inside (coughs) voice. Loud or Jade.
0: Either that or just
1: fully on your
0: microphone. Ah!
1: Yeah. (laughs) Scream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you've always loved dancing. I guess you just grew up with it.
2: Yeah. I mean. There's been ebbs and flows of dancing and uh, what I like now would be different to what I liked when I was younger, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I s- didn't dance for like a year in 2019 actually. And then I've come back to it and now I'm really into performing. Like I almost don't do any other work besides performing now.
1: Yep. Yeah, perfect. And um, you've got here that you are a, a director of Void collective, void with three eyes.
2: Eyes, three eyes. Yes.
1: Why three eyes?
2: Uh, why?
1: Just sounded cool. It looks cool. cool. Yeah. I think, and
2: I like the lowercase eyes. Mm. Um, I also think it accentuates the eye, and our sign is an eyeball. Yeah. That's kind of like um, messed up. So I think, yeah, I used to work in this restaurant where I'd be a receptionist um, and just sit there and draw for hours. And I used to just draw this sign all the time with void. So since then it's kind of transferred to this.
1: Yeah, cool. What sort of work do you do? do? Is that also performance stuff? Um,
2: Yeah, uh, we make uh, physical theatre performance work mostly, but we're also doing a gig at Yonder. This year where we're kind of like playing with the audience, doing like interactive games and um, kind of as our Voidian characters. But, yeah, we also do like more serious theatre work.
1: Sweet. Yeah. So you said Voidian characters. Do you each have like a persona that you sort of take on when you
2: – Yeah, well, that's kind of the idea. We've only been a company since January. We had our first event in April. Um we started making these characters called the Voidians and everyone has their own kind of um, persona they're developing as the group, as the collective, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sweet. What's I guess what's your most fa- what's your favorite one so far?
2: Don't know yet. Still developing. Yeah, I think we'll see it at Yonder and I will be like, "Oh yeah. Um Adams in it?"
0: Adams in it? Adam's okay. Adams in it. Yeah, yeah. Is mm-hmm. he is he playing a plant?
2: That would be good.
0: <laughs> we had to ask.
2: That is good. I I he, think we should do that. I he know wanted someone, a plant.
1: Hmm. A plant person. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I know a friend who has a like a giant daffodil kind of headpiece. Maybe we could use
1: that. Could be <laughs> kind of like a throwback to the primary school days of playing a tree in the background.
2: Exactly, and that's kind of what our next show, me and Adam, is about. Oh, really? Is we're gonna have like those kind of characters in the background, kind of like David Lynch-esque <laughs> thing <laughs> where yeah. we do our band and dance together and it's a kind of about like those characters that are in the background.
1: Is <laughs> it the sort of physical theatre where sort of everyone's on stage at the same time, just doing stuff in the background if they're not actually a part of what's going on or...?
2: No. I think the work that we have in the end of, at the end of the year is a lot of on and off a lot of transitions um in that sense but um yeah maybe not in that other work either. Actually. anyway it's kind of about that kind of <laughs>
0: <laughs> now knowing adam from where we interviewed adam plant a few weeks ago um he likes very weird theater weird music weird art yep. loves to create it all himself were you always growing up liking that sort of thing or did you just recently get into that area
2: I think I was always kind of odd when I was growing up. Uh, so I think that that kind of made me lean into that. But as I become an adult, um, I think that's getting more and more. As yeah. I learn about different things, because I was kind of brought up in a, like a ballet school. So it was very like... Proper. Every day, 7.30 in the morning, getting up, doing your plies. Uh, so then when I left school... I kind of started that journey of like what I actually like, rather than like being a technical being. You know,
0: know. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so many people are like, especially proper schools these days. They're like, you cannot be different. You cannot be weird. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And I think now we're moving into a future where you can be weird finally. Yeah, and social like socially, they're not gonna just. Flush you out. No, like
1: it's kind of cool to be weird now. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> people are people are too bored now. They need they need a bit of different stimulus. <laughs> oh, you wear a suit. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Fancy. Exactly. So, what's your goals for your future? I guess uh, big, big question, big, cues, big broad yeah. question. All
2: right. Um, my goals for the future, um. Can I do a few or
1: Yeah. Or whatever you want to do. Oh, I
2: can tell you like my 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 like overarching goal.
0: Oh was you big what is it? The big hairy audacious girl. Yeah, the B hag. Yeah, the B Hag.
2: Hilarious. That's good. I'm gonna keep that. Um, <laughs> so my umbrella goal would be to live on Acreage or something. Um, and have a dance space or a um, studio space there. On my acreage, maybe even in my house. I don't know. Maybe a barn house if I'm really going specifically. Uh, mezzanine. Um, <laughs> no, I've You've already designed it. I've already designed it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a place there where we can have rehearsals and create, you know, full time yep. on, this, on this property. Um, yeah, making work through Void kind of been my dream since I was like 12 probably. I just thought I would do it later on in life maybe when I was like 40. So I'm 28 now. Um, so I don't know, I started it a bit way earlier than <laughs> I expected. Um, but yeah, um, that's my overarching goal. But I also would like to, during the time when I'm kind of younger, do some more full-time theatre work where I just like go and do a show for like another eight weeks or go and, you know, just like really like push my performance you know, side a bit more before I start creating full time. Saying that when I'm pref- creating, I want to kind of be in my work so I'll still be performing then. But.
0: So you want to you want to perform but you, you'd much prefer it be your work that you're performing?
2: No, I don't think so actually. I just think that the capability of me doing my own work is somewhat easier because I'm making it, you know, instead of auditioning and, you know, the whole rigmarole of doing that when I can do something that I make. I
1: I guess guess. you're a lot more comfortable that way as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah, Get a bit more passion out of it too if you're the one sort of pulling the strings. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's
2: (laughs) lots of different, like... um, Aspects to that though, like me being in this show at the end of the year is going to be a new thing for me because I usually always will be behind, you know.
0: Like a backup?
2: Like No, like just like telling, saying what I want happening. Right. Whereas this time I'm going to be in it and directing it. So there's kind of like you have to have an inside and an outside eye, which is going to be kind of like a...
1: Yeah, and yeah. Saying, you know. It's kind of like uh, Siobhan's last. Ah, yes, the show we were all in. Our last show was we had um, Siobhan who was directing and acting in it as well, um, writing, yeah. directing, <laughs> acting. <laughs> the whole, the whole Siobhan. Yeah, so it can be difficult. Yeah, um, but I feel like it's also easier in a way if you're you're in it. You can sort of. Feel what's going on a bit better than, than if, like, you can obviously see a lot better from the outside, but um, you get a certain feeling about how the performance is meshing mm-hmm. if you're inside of it at the same time, um, which is pretty cool.
2: Did um, this Siobhan person have, like, a <laughs> rehearsal? My director? partner,
1: Siobhan, uh, <laughs> wherever she is.
0: Um,
2: like, someone who came outside and checked as well.
0: Uh, I, that was me, really. Yep. I'd come in whenever I was free and see if there was anything that I could potentially put my two cents
1: in, which cool. she didn't always agree with. But the, uh, the whip cracker. Yeah. Oh, the the AD. Right. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Right, right, right. Nice. Stage manager. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there was occasionally something I'd see where I'd be like, this could be done better this way. Yeah. And she wouldn't always agree. But when she did, it was better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and when she didn't, it was not better. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, uh, You're sleeping on the couch. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. In the doghouse. Yep, yeah. it's a comfy couch. It's all right. Really. That's why I bought a comfy couch, oh, yeah. just yeah. for yeah. moments like this. <laughs> <laughs> what would be one of your biggest challenges that you've had growing up in the creative industry? Mm.
2: I think... One that comes to mind, at them like straight away, might not be the absolute one, but uh, actually, part of that laminar work that I'm doing at the end of the year is actually about this. But it's about body image. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Do you want
0: to dive into that? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. We like go. I guess I guess so. What did you, what regarding body image w- made you either conscious or or afraid that it, like you weren't good enough?
2: I think just like um, the perpetual cycle of ballet and what you need to look like to be a ballet dancer or even in a contemporary dancer you have a kind of like a small window of what you should look like. Um, I think really when you're taught that from you know 12 years old, it's so hard to get away from that. Like it's so hard to not be in the studio looking at yourself in the mirror for eight hours a day and think, you know, I look, you know, just fine or whatever it is, you know. So I think especially my time from uni outwards, I would bomb or not get auditions um, or not do my best even though I would have been fully capable to do my best and actually be, you know, good enough for the job. I would self-sabotage myself with these thoughts of not looking exactly right, you know, so definitely.
0: Do you regret that now, I guess, looking back? I don't
2: think I regret it because I think it's obviously made me who I
1: am, which is the classic, isn't
2: it? (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think if I wasn't so influenced by, you know, my ballet directors when I was a kid, um, especially until I was 17, like 12 to 17, I went to full-time ballet school when you're told what you need to eat and what you should wear and what you should – you know, this whole thing about – uh, um, what you should exactly look like to even be bothered to go and do an audition.
0: Um, what is yeah. – what is like? What are you meant to eat? What are you meant to look like?
2: Oh, fucking stick, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, yeah. so you lived on, at a ballet school?
2: No, I went to. I lived at home, and then I would catch the, a couple of trains or whatever, and then walk to ballet school, and we'd start like yeah seven thirty eight am, and do. Several classes, and then we our ballet school was on a school campus, so we'd go up to do maths with the normal school kids, <laughs> the uh, normal kids. <laughs> typical white boys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <fucking hell. laughs> uh, and then we'd come back down and do ballet school, and you know, da da da. Yeah, so that was kind of my high school experience.
1: Yeah, right. W- was it um, strict in the sense that uh, the, the ballet school was? Uh, turn down a lot of people who didn't fit that
2: oh yeah like there was just like constant comments about these
0: things was it just the the teachers i guess that were the toxic or did you also have those perfect ballet students that would you know um, i think
2: we all perpetuate it but we're also all you know 12 to 17 years old so you're just doing what you're told
0: what you're taught yes yeah surrounded by teachers that constantly badmouth people. Of course you're gonna grow up to be like, yeah, she's one kilo more than me. She's not nah. Yeah. She's too fat. It's
2: nah. like, wow. That this that's what makes you actually physically capable to do dancing is just ridiculous.
0: Because <laughs> even now like it, definitely not ballet. I mean maybe ballet. I haven't seen it, but I've seen, you know, the like larger people, men and women, who can dance great. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. I haven't s- necessarily seen them do ballet. I've actually never seen ballet. Like, I've seen it maybe in movies, but yeah. I've never seen. I've never gone to ballet. Yeah. Um. But, like, it baffles me. How, how are you meant to stand up on your toes like that? How? Like.
2: Dude, it's so unhealthy. I feel like, like I'm
0: ripping an ankle apart when I do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Honestly, point shoes hurt so bad. They are so painful. Oh, my God. Don't do it.
0: So he had plenty of, like, broken nails, blood. Oh, like dude,
2: it feels like you've got meat cleavers and they're slamming on your toes <laughs> and you're just going for it. You just keep them going. You have to keep going and keep, smi- like, a smiley face and just uh, <laughs> keep pointing. you got to get up just there. Just keep pointing. Yep.
1: <laughs> Putting all your weight on those poor little toes. In a
2: square, hard, literally wooden cardboard box. You know what I mean?
1: I definitely don't know what you mean. But
0: I'm kind of glad I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, not for me. I stubbed my toe against a wall and that's enough for me. Yeah, like, it's, bad. it's bad. Like I'm
2: not bad-mouthing ballet. Like ballet ha- definitely has its perks. I'm like it's helped me in my technique and my structure and my um, determination and um, my um, discipline Yeah, a lot um, and, uh, you know, a lot of things ballet has helped me with. But the the issue of, bal- of ballet bodies and body image, especially, you know, in schools is just absolutely hectic, I think.
0: So that would have been, what, eight years ago for you? Or no, more, I finished, about 12 years I ago? I finished
2: 11 years ago. I finished high school, yeah.
0: Do you think it would be any different today or do you think...
2: Yeah, they have different directors there now. um, And also that stuff doesn't fly as much now. I'm sure it definitely does, you know. Um, But parents are also much more aware of it um, in social media and even though social media is a whole other thing.
0: We'll touch on that shortly. (laughs)
2: Um, But, like, you know, people are so much more aware of... The implications of that now than eleven years ago, like yeah, there's this story. I, I don't know if I should. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, there's this story I say in my in the show, um, which is a true story. Uh, maybe three years ago, maybe four. Uh, I was at the airport in Perth. That's where I grew up, so I haven't. I don't go there much. I go there maybe once a year, and I was picking up my brother from the airport, and this director that we used to have um, at my ballet school was like just walking towards me, Uh, not on purpose, just we happened to be passing at the airport and I just saw her and I just, my automatic reaction was just to run. (laughs) I just sprinted past her, straight past her. She would have watched me, she looked at me and I just kept running and I was like, what the hell is that?
0: (laughs) Something Uh, from your past?
2: Yeah, it's just like, I was literally just like, (gasps) she can't see me. Because she's going to think I'm fat. Like, that was my automatic reaction. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, oh, like, I'm such a disappointment and, you know, like, because I don't look like what she had
0: idealized in my
2: mind, you know, from such a young age. So it's fucking weird
0: just past trauma, I guess. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. No, sorry. Mine's similar, except I run past the mirror. So <laughs> I'm like, a mirror? That's got something against me, that mirror. <laughs> yeah. All those scales, Whatever. like, no, you're Cales, lying like, to me. Are
1: those scales. How, how many kilos does it say a mirror puts on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those yeah. scales are lying to me, man. Oh, yeah. Scales are bad. Went
0: to the gym for a week straight, and it's like, ah, you gained weight.
1: What muscle? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, muscle weighs muscle. more than fat. I don't want to gain muscle. I just want to lose fat. Maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> you're doing something wrong in the gym. Maybe I should go to deficit, the Calorie deficit,
2: dude. That's the only way you lose weight.
1: Just yeah. Put, Put Mc- down the fork. <laughs> Put down the McDonald's.
0: <laughs> no pizza for you for a month. Damn oh, it! That's extreme. <laughs> that's punishment. Yeah, that's too worse that, than that than would played. make me depression eat.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. That works. I've al- I've always sort of distrusted those um those fasting type diets. You should I feel like your body has a weird way of um working if you if you starve it of food, and then as soon as you start eating normal again, it's like oh I gotta gotta store this all up because food is really rare. Yeah. Um. So you end up just putting it back on, which oh, is absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Some PTs are like
0: yeah fasting is good yeah don't eat between 8 p.m and 10 a.m like don't do it and then others are like you're working out you've got to eat like six times a day like spread it out
1: exactly you see all the big bodybuilders that are like yeah i eat (laughs) twice the normal calorie count for my age and then i just work it off in the gym for six hours straight just insane so what's it like i guess now how often do you dance
2: I'm actually a personal trainer too. Oh,
0: PT as well. Yeah, What's Bro. your view on, on, on this?
1: How, how do you stand on the, on the whole diet and exercise?
2: I think calorie deficit's where it's at.
1: Calorie deficit?
2: And only in small increments, you know, only a little bits. But I'm also not a dietitian nor a nutritionist. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not at the...
0: <laughs> You're just here to make a sweat.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm here to, you know, work it out. Uh, but there's this great PT on Instagram called James Smith. Do you know him? I haven't heard of him. Anyway, he is hilarious about cal- calorie deficit. And like any of his videos, like all of them are just like, you know, debunking some bad diet and he's just like calorie deficit, calorie <laughs> deficit. Every time it's very
0: good. So, Well, honestly, Ben over there has uh, can eat whatever he want disorder and always have abs. He stop it. <laughs> this is about me. <laughs> 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 Eats like a full pizza and hey look there, there's still six clear abs there. Doesn't like, everyone
1: eat a full pizza themselves? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that normal? Yeah.
0: <laughs> to be fair, yeah, I will never share a Domino's pizza with anyone. Yeah. Right. Siobhan will try and I will growl. Get your own. Possessive, yeah. I'm very possessive over my food. Okay, so we'll break into that. When when what made you want to become a PT?
2: Uh, yeah, I didn't answer your other question by the way.
0: Oh, true. Wait, uh, do you we'll, want to answer that? I'll answer the other so. question.
2: How, how much do I dance?
0: Yes, we'll go. Yeah, <laughs> all right, let's go back to that About one. To take notes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember I what I asked. All right, so yeah, how often these days do you dance?
2: It depends because uh, love touching that. <laughs> uh, I because I freelance, I will do like I don't know. Like, like, I just did a gig uh, for, I think it was five weeks. No, eight weeks. Eight weeks, sorry. Um, and then I danced every day, pretty much, because we did um, shows six days a week, I think it was, in the end. Um, yeah, we literally just nearly danced every day for around eight weeks. Um,
0: Exhausting? Oh, yeah. Yeah?
2: Absolutely. But, you know, I trained for it before, so it was a little bit easier for me than it would have been before I was doing fitness.
0: Yep. Yeah. What sort uh, of dancing was it? Contemporary. Contemporary dancing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was really good.
2: Um, but, yeah, so, like, for that, I literally just do, like, bulk dancing, just, like, dance, a dance, 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 dance. But then now I'm not in that. Realm right now again because I freelance. Um, freelance dance. Freelance dance. Um, <laughs> I. How many times did I dance last week? I danced one, two. Like maybe four or five days. Still a lot. Still a lot. Yes. Yeah.
0: So is it like paid dancing? Like you're dancing for a show? You're dancing for.
2: i Did a gig with Adam again. Hilarious. Um, <laughs> on Monday where we're doing this uh, filming thing with a dude called Orlando Me. And it's uh, like an art, visual art, filming, dance component kind of thing in the Sunshine Coast. Uh, So that was good. And then I just did a class on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, where I just danced with my friends. Oh, cool. Uh, They're doing another project, so they open the class up to dancers to come and do. Uh, Just as training. Yeah, yeah. Um and then I teach a little bit of dance on Wednesdays, so I'm still dancing. Keep
0: them busy. Yeah, keep them busy.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so I dance a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I noticed. Was I looking um, earlier? Do you have one line of it? Yeah. So you've got down your arm that people, of course, can't read. You've got a line.
2: Yes, I have a line, and then it goes to like the where it's um it's Braille. Underneath, and this is my metaphorical wing. Yeah. And then it says brothers in Braille because my brothers um, have physical
0: disabilities. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. I also have one other tattoo. It's just a little heart there. stick and Poke. It's
0: my tattoos. Oh. Two tattoos.
2: Two tattoos.
0: It's, I mean, it's a unique one, just one line. Yeah. Because, yeah, of course, I would have never guessed what that would have meant. No. Yeah. It's
2: very abstract.
0: You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just have Pokemon on mine and I feel special.
2: Yeah, that's cool.
0: What you uh, I'm clean. clean. For now. For <laughs> now. <laughs> now. We will oh. brand him. Uh, oh. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, you, with a moustache. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, like it's the only way you'll get a beard at this point is if we tattoo it on. Yeah, the word, oh. the word
1: penis. i on
0: have oh <laughs> only done that to someone once. <laughs> tattoo
2: or text uh, Luckily
0: for him, it was a permanent marker. Not so permanent. If I had a tattoo gun, it probably would have been a tattoo gun. He sleeps through that. Oh,
1: I mean, he was passed out. He was very drunk. Oh well then. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> just, just look, keep him on an alcohol trip to keep him under. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <That's> terrifying. Got it <laughs> all figured <laughs> <that'll work>.
1: out. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
0: So you've got a show coming up. Yes. Do you want to talk us uh, a little bit about it? What? Um, What's it, it called? In November. Sorry,
2: The one in December?
0: Uh, yeah, is there one in November?
2: I have a few shows coming up.
0: Let's start off with November then. What's planned for November?
2: Uh, I have one actually in two weeks, but I'm not going to tell you about that. because
0: This will be aired past that. Really.
2: That's good, I'm glad.
0: So as of the 1st of November onwards, Thank what have you got planned for us? Yeah. That one's a
2: secret. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's a preliminary one. Um, okay, so... I am doing we're doing a show on the fourth and the fifth of November for Fringe Brisbane Fringe. Yep. Uh it's called Testing Site and it's just a whole a whole bunch of different dance performers um doing little excerpts of work or maybe full full length, but they're only about five five to ten minutes. Yep. Uh it's kind of just like a showcase of like new new works. Then we're going to perform at Yonder Festival. Um, we're doing that kind of audience interaction thing there. Um, as of audience. Immersive, uh, yes, yeah.
0: Immersive,
2: yes. uh, and then we have our main show on the 9th of December, Lamina, full show, 60 minutes in the theatre with the lights and you know all of that. So, yeah, we will be our first ever proper theatre geek. Hello.
0: Ah, oh. and you got a friend, and we have to fix your uh, webcam up now. You, right. you need to, to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got a wet Look head as legs.
2: well. Look at his legs.
0: He's got a wet head as no, well because no, no, he no. don't. You dare. we've got a tap that runs, and he and they, a lot of the cats drink. Oop. Nice work, Simba. And a lot of cats drink out of the tap um, normally. Yeah, but he will sit under the tap and then drink the water as it runs down his face into ah, his mouth.
1: He's one of those cats.
0: That's why so his head's cute. wet. But yeah, he's uh, he's clingy. Very, very clingy. You are so cute. <laughs> oh my God. Good old Simba. Simba? Yeah, Simba.
2: I have a cat like this called Tabitha. Tabitha? Mm-hmm. She looks like a roast chicken.
0: We know a Tabitha that looks like a roast chicken. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit rude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what does she think about it?
0: I don't Uh, know. We'll we'll find out on the (laughs) (laughs) find out next D and D night.
2: Oh yeah, you played dungeon. Yeah,
0: yeah. Love some good D and D. Gets us away from reality. Yep, that's fair enough. Ben's about to become uh, the dungeon master himself. Yeah. Uh, Or maybe I don't know. You want to? You know you want to. Yeah. Got a few things planned for you. Ooh, exciting. (laughs) Have you ever played D and D yourselves? One time. How'd you go? my thing. Not for you? No. No? No. Was it too tame? What like what was what made it not for you?
2: Fuck you really get me under the. Yeah. Get me in the shit I want to hear all about Fuck, it. Now. Not the right
1: people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's just not my thing. I think I just I don't know sometimes I think when I'm performing as a job I don't like to do it as you know as a fun thing Fair. sometimes because I see it as like. A Creative outlet,
1: yeah, fair. No? I don't no know, I like but your. then
2: I, I do paint and I do do things that are uh creative that I just do for kind of fun, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I feel, I know, I reckon what it is. I reckon I feel kind of shy, shy with it, okay. and I feel like kind of embarrassed because I feel shy or like, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah it's I'm t- very shy when it comes to that kind of thing
0: yeah you are soft spoken, yeah, yeah,
2: even though I get on stage and'm like well I'll, Th- whatever.
0: that's the same, hey like especially with Ben like you know when you're on stage, you are who am I? confident like <laughs> confident as
1: hell, like yeah, yelling that's awesome yeah it's it's weird how um introverted people can be such great performers. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, I've I've gotten a few comments after shows. People have come up to me and started a conversation. I've just been like, yeah, yeah, just chill out, yeah, Yeah. chill conversation. Like, wow, you don't you don't talk much, do you? And I'm like, no, nah, (laughs) Soz, buddy. Like, I have social
0: anxiety. That's my biggest thing. And yet we do this. Yeah, exactly. But I ring announce on weekends at fight nights, and well, that's cool. Stay behind microphones and everything, and that's fun for me. But then I'll get out of the ring and someone will try to talk to me, and I'll just be like, "I'm busy, I'm busy, go away." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Next question. <Yeah. laughs> See That's um, why I like, I'm always walking around. A lot of MCs will just sit there when they're not talking, but I will just walk around just to avoid people, <laughs> just so I'm not. No one has the chance to talk to me because I'm just walking. I've got things to do. I walk out the back to the IT area and hang out with the streaming dudes. Like the secret is out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Everyone will come to you now.
0: That's why when people say they'll come watch me, MC, I'm like, don't, because I will never. I won't. I'm not going to come and talk to you. <laughs> like, Chavon came once, and one time. Yeah, I only asked her to come once just to see what it was like, and she liked the fight aspect of it. But yeah. she said it's not something she would usually go and watch. Yeah. What do you like about it, I don't know. I never used to like fighting. Like, I've never hit someone in my life. I've never. I've always been the person getting hit. Never hit someone. Yes. But then started watching UFC. Yep. And I don't know, something's just really, really cool. Cool, like yeah, people like they're just beating up each other. No, like this is sport, people. This mm. is this is newer day sport. People beat each other. <laughs> so they're not going to kill each other. Th- there's a referee there.
2: Well, but, I don't know if it's new.
0: Oh, it's yeah, definitely not new. I mean, like, yeah, people have been beheading each
1: other for years. <laughs> <laughs> just a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moment they got rid of the guillotines, they had to chuck some people in a ring. Oh yeah, I disagree with the like, they should have kept the guillotines man oh my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> special occasions yeah
0: there's definitely some people that need them <laughs> okay <laughs> touching on that alright I wanna all right. let's go down on that topic right death oh, okay. row okay death row oh, some right. people get put on death row yeah for 40 or 50 years right like why yeah by which point you just let them out right? <laughs> 50 years later, because they're on death row, they get their own TV. They get their own, like, five meals a day, their own five gym time. Five, Jesus. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's I should go kill someone. Well, that's why, that's why <laughs> someone <laughs> robbed a 7 Eleven in Melbourne. They robbed it for a dollar.
2: So they could go to jail. So, so they could creature, go to jail.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. How do you, like, random opinion that probably has nothing to do with anything you think about on everyday life. How do you feel about that?
2: How do I feel about death row? I feel like, um, controversial yet again, here we are. Uh, I feel like I don't know if I believe in death row.
0: Like you don't think it should be a thing? Yeah, or? I think
2: that, I don't know if killing someone is really the best punishment.
0: Then mm. When yeah. we're trying to rehe- rehabilitate. I mean, it's not really punishment.
1: If anything, it's them getting out easy.
2: Yeah, it depends on what you believe the afterlife is
1: yeah i mean i agree in the sense that i don't think killing someone's really the way to go i feel like a lot of those prisons that have like really amazing treatment of prisoners work really well if the prisoners are get in and out quickly yeah (laughs) like if they get in they do their time they get out they're rehabilitated they're given whatever they need to Get back in society and start contributing in a positive manner. Yeah. Then that's great. But if you're locking someone up for fifty years and just giving them free shit that entire time, they become dependent. Yeah. Like then when they get out, what do they do? Nothing. They'll have nothing. They d- they They'll go get a job Seven Eleven because they don't know how to survive on their own without yeah. the support from the government. From
2: someone making their food for them and
1: all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what their own personal chef, cleaner, everything. Security yeah. guard, like they're safe in there. I think it's especially good for young people who are there due to circumstance, partially. Um, like I know you can make the argument that um, you know, once you're sort of of age, you know what you're doing, so don't go and kill anyone, don't steal, don't do illegal things because you know it's wrong. Um, but I feel like a lot of people who come from backgrounds or families which have um, sort of a great deal of abuse of certain things like alcohol and drugs and all that, mm. they sort of end up slipping into that world. Yep. And then it's great to be able to sort of you know, get them into a prison system that's supportive and and especially if they take the time and effort to provide education yeah, ah. very rare play. It's very rare to see yeah. these days. Any prison with sort of a trade school attached <laughs> to it gets my thumbs up. <laughs> give them skills, get them out the door. The Ben to give approval. Yeah, Ben approved. Patent pending.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Want to touch on what you just briefly referenced? What do you think happens in the afterlife? Oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> you did touch on it.
2: Oh, I think I'm agnostic on this particular topic, um, or in general, I am agnostic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, I don't know, but there is something.
0: You reckon there's something?
2: I think, yeah. I think that every religion has its merit and also their downfall, you know. Um that's really nice. Um, oh, molting our cat. Yeah, that's it. you <laughs> so fucking cute. <good>. Um, <laughs> literally, I'm going to steal
0: it. Uh, so no. are you religious?
2: No, no, I literally am agnostic. So yep. I, I grew up being Christian and then, yeah, I decided after I finished high school that I would be Christian and then at maybe 19, 20, I decided that that wasn't for me. Um, and so, yeah, I went around a bit, around about, you know, to see what I liked. But I think that, yeah, I landed on agnostic. Um, and, yeah, I think that's – I'm the most <laughs> well-known fucking fence that you've ever met. So it really makes sense that I'm agnostic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got a table full of agnostics here. Yep. Yeah. Atheist yeah. at the heart. Oh, you're full oh, atheist. atheist. I don't. You. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, what's the? I'm sort of leaning towards that side, to be honest. I just, I can't really, <laughs> I can't justify to myself the existence of a superficial being. Uh, yeah, almighty being in the sky, especially a white bearded man. <laughs> yeah, because what
0: you you fly three hours out of the country, and all of a sudden there's a fat dude that they worship sits on the top of a rock (laughs) like i just i get it people need something to believe in yeah faith is crazy yeah faith is huge like the amount of people we've spoken to where faith is the only thing that's stopped them from killing themselves essentially i just can't i respect it of course i respect them whatever Mm. their views are whatever your views are i respect it but i just can't see it yeah that's fair. yeah yeah interesting but yeah, I, I surely something would happen after the afterlife. Like surely once you die, something's going to happen. I don't and know. You go
1: elsewhere. I can't well, I can't remember what it was like <laughs> as a baby or before I was born. So <laughs> before you like, were born. <laughs> I think it's like that. <laughs> Honestly, once your brain shuts down, it's just you've got no consciousness, so you don't. I had a dream
0: once where it was like, yeah, once you die, you go up into this line of people yeah. and they just reformat you. They'll just inject you with something that cleanses your mind, and then you just pop out as
1: another baby. Yeah, that's reincarnation. Yeah, yeah. there's a very modern form of reincarnation. But
0: I feel like someone would have bypassed the security there, and then come back into a baby that could talk. And <laughs> like, I feel like someone would have got through, right?
1: You should make a movie about this. Yeah. Isn't that Kinda called like Isn't that called like Boss like Baby? Maybe I haven't, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I have never seen <laughs> Boss Baby. Yeah, I refuse to watch that. It <laughs> freaks me out. Do you, why? It's just, I don't know. What is it about? I uh, a no. baby that can talk,
0: essentially, oh, right. and wear suits. Oh, S- Stuck-up oh, suit-wearing talking babies <laughs> just <laughs> rubs me the wrong
1: way, you know. Bloody accountants. <laughs> <laughs> CEOs, man. <laughs> They're younger than me? Nah. Not? Yeah, managers younger
0: than me, yeah. I find really hard with being able to communicate with. Yeah. My, cool. my current place, they... um very hard with communicating with someone like myself who has ADHD. Right. Um, yeah. They don't understand it whatsoever. Then they're like, we keep having to talk to you about this. I'm like, I know I told you this when you hired me. You would constantly have to talk to me about this. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's difficult, man. I'm trying. Yeah. Mental exactly. illness is hard, it's man. Hard. It's really hard. It's never used to be a thing, uh, a diagnosed thing. This used just to be, a, oh, yeah, he's different. Like, yeah. Let's shoot him. Do you
2: think it's better that you have a diagnosis now or not?
0: I think I got diagnosed when I was 21. Okay. And it was only after someone random that I met said, I think you have this. And I researched the side effects and everything. And I was like, holy shit, this explains everything. Yeah. The last 20 years. And I go to a psychiatrist. And he goes, yep.
2: Yep. Right.
0: When well, your mom diagnosed you, oh, she just thought I was hyperactive. Well, yep. Yeah, you are.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: That's why I always had detentions and. Right. Always failed exams. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah. hyper, but there's a reason for it. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> but by then it's like we could put you on all this medication and they tried. Yeah. Good on them for trying, but it just did not do any favours.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I am super lucky. Super lucky? Yeah. Yeah, you're not bad, hey. You uh you like the pedigree. <laughs> the pedigree of the
1: litter box. Pure bread human. <laughs> <puree. laughs> Oh my God. Straight white male, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> problems, all the privilege in the world. No.
0: Yeah, yep, that's it. How about yourself? Is there a do you have a mental illness you'd like to open up about?
2: Um, well, I mean, I guess it ebbs and flows though, like because I have depression or whatever. But I guess even now, I don't know. I went to psychologist. A year and a half ago, maybe two years now. Uh, And, um, yeah, I think learning tactics with them really helped me. But not just in the moment, actually. Stop seeing her and then, yeah, I stopped seeing her and then after that maybe like six months later be like, oh, yeah, I'm really using that thing now that's gone into my subconscious One of the, like, the best things that she kind of taught me was, like, that you have, you know, pathways that you'll choose, you know, and there's always this choice that you always choose, but you'll always land in the same place, right? So then if you just choose the other way. It will be hard to choose that way, but the more you choose it, the easier that pathway gets and the more this one kind of fades away, like... um, Choosing to be honest at one point instead of choosing the easier road at the time of people-pleasing, let's say, for instance, or yep. doing what someone else wants you to do uh, so that you don't upset them. Yeah. And then, you know. Oh, you're
1: gonna going to break everything. Simba. you got to go around the other way, but yeah, yeah, go around,
0: mate. Might yeah. no, be good now. Yeah. Oh. Go. Get out of here. What What a bastard. <laughs> And we're back. We're
2: back. Um, Yeah. uh, So, choosing that pathway of being honest really helped me because I would always be like, "Oh, I'd just rather just not hurt their feelings," but then I'd you know start being like bottling it up, you know. So things like that. I don't know. These kind of tactics that she taught me and helped me kind of like I think it's called cognitive behavioral therapy
0: things. Yeah, CBT
2: really helped me out. A lot with like choosing a harder path or whatever to then have an easier, yeah. more fulfilling life, I guess, because I'd be honest with myself as well as being honest with other people, I guess, or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, not saying that I'm, you know, not <laughs> unhappy at any point now.
0: It's just. You've learned coping mechanisms? Mm. Yeah. I need to learn the opposite of what you learned. Yeah. I can't people please. Right. <laughs> people don't like me because I don't think about what I'm going to say. I just say what's right. on my mind. And a lot of the time it's not what I should say. Right. But I put it down to something that I think they should hear. Right. And then they never want to hear it. Like sometimes it's like, yeah, like I told my manager at work the other day. I don't care if this is on the podcast. I told my manager at work the other day. I said... None of you guys at all, like none of you from the management team know how to manage anyone with ADHD or autism. Right. You don't. And straight away she goes back to me, I didn't appreciate you insulting us like that. I'm like, right. I didn't insult you at all. Like yeah. I just told you what you needed to hear. It's not what you wanted to hear. But yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm not liked in my office.
2: I mean, if it's that kind of thing, though. That's stuff that the whole of society needs to work on.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Especially these days, like depression up there, anxiety. um, Like we're all either, we either have it or we're around someone who does have it. And it's, yeah, learning to, I guess, cope with that and work with them. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard.
2: And how to be supportive of that and not give your whole self or, you know, Mm. fall into being a...
0: Like well, yeah, a babysitter.
2: Yeah. Oh, so not necessarily a babysitter. Just like being their one mode of support mm. they need, you know, you need to look after you as well.
0: Well, I guess what advice do you have people that are going through what you've been through with depression?
2: Uh, oh,
0: I don't know. Now that you get to be the inspirational person. I'm
2: definitely not the inspirational person. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know.
0: What made you realise I really should see a psychologist?
2: Oh, man, I was just so, so down all the time. And um, just making bad decisions um, a lot, I think. And... um, Yeah, I just thought that I would be in this perpetuating loop for the rest of my life. I just didn't see that any other way that I would not just live in this constant same spiral. Yeah. Honestly, I just I I couldn't see a way that I could be any in any way what I actually wanted to be, I guess.
0: Yeah. How do you feel now?
2: Um Well, the thing is that I'm doing a lot of things that I actually want to do now. So that's cool. Um, yeah. And like one thing that I'm, it sounds a bit like woohoo, but uh, you know how it is. Uh, one thing that I'm kind of really starting to more and more believe or like embody is like energies.
0: Energies? <laughs> like,
2: yeah. It sounds <laughs> fucking woohoo. Like
0: crystals? No. <laughs> Tarot cards? Yeah, yeah. I've
2: got tarot cards on the go um, and I go to a mind reader. No. You go a... I'm <laughs> just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's lost her mind. Run. <laughs> no. Um, like if you, for instance, if I'm doing a whole lot of jobs that I don't like um, and I keep putting my energy into doing those jobs, this is a well-known e- energy thing I guess but keep doing putting my energy into things that I don't like I'm going to keep doing those things that I don't like so if I let's say have the opportunity to quit those things and maybe have a slightly harder life for a bit with money you know like living a little bit more scarcely just paying your rent and living on a more minimal minimal eating and going out thing changing my energy to do things that I actually want to do makes that flourish you know, instead of putting my energy into this thing that I don't like doing. Honestly, it really works. It sounds fucking naff, but...
0: I think it's scary to a lot of people. Yeah. Because you're set up, you've got to pay your rent, you've got all this, all these expenses. And, like, for me, I've wanted to change careers, um, but I can't warrant it. Right now, because I'm at a point where I have a mortgage and yeah. rent yeah and
1: yeah, responsibilities get in the yeah. way, and
0: I yeah, would yeah. do anything to take a thirty forty grand pay cut to be happier and more comfortable where I'm at, but yeah. i I just can't yeah, like I'd have to literally sell a house yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely so,
0: i mean it's uh, i I'm all for it though I hundred percent appreciate what you're doing, yeah. um but yeah, I, I just wish I could do it,
2: yeah, well, I mean it's not even just energy for for work, uh, it's just energy in general if i put out good energies for let's say like a relationship or um you know at the moment I'm like I need to make money because I need to pay for this show at the end of the year as soon as I put my energy out to be like I need to make money and I'll make sacrifices at the moment to make money so that I can put on the show that I want I literally this week The last two weeks got, you know, four or five job offers that aren't exactly 100% what I want to do, but they'll give me the income that I want to make that show what I want it to be, you know? Yeah. So, like, just putting your energy clear on on goals or, like, whatever has really helped me. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really – I'm like, everyone should know about that. It's fucking – it's really (laughs) mind-blowing. Every time it happens, I'm like, really? Like (laughs) – Series? Yeah, anyway. What's going on up there? Who's <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> listening? Um, yeah, so that's something that's
1: cool. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, sweet. Um, we've got one other thing that you've um, <laughs> popped in your uh, Tell Us About Yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, no, we've got two things. Ooh, mm-hmm. two things. Bonus. Uh, I don't think we've talked about your... Your band much.
2: Oh, yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, you're you're in a new band.
2: We're in a new band.
1: With um one of our previous guests. Yes. Uh, Adam Plant, yeah. who we've spoken about during this episode. Yes. He didn't tell us about this. No, he did not. How
2: rude. <laughs> <Shame>. Honestly. Rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us about that.
2: Uh me and Adam started a band. It's called the Real Real Estate Agents. Um, we were playing with the different names for a while, but that's what we really stuck with. We actually originally were the real real estate agent, real real estate agents of Edinburgh, but it didn't really make any sense.
0: So. And it's really tongue tied by the sounds. I think, yeah. yeah, honestly.
2: Well, um, what's the
1: acronym for that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's where you go, right?
1: Tree. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we went with something else. Uh, in the end, well, well, just cut it down a bit.
0: Now I've heard a lot, of, uh, a few of his songs on his YouTube. Oh yeah. I can see he loves experimenting. Yes. Loves ball cancer. Yeah, those Lo- songs are hilarious. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess what what are you what's your music about?
2: Got like a punk vibe going on. Um, and songs that we've done. Uh, one of our songs we're writing at the moment is called "I've Got Hair in My Teeth."
1: Hair in your teeth. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's this. I was I've been dating this dude and I had his beard <laughs> hair in my teeth, and then. We were just fucking around. Me and Adam were writing and we wrote this song about having hair in our teeth and it's got spaghetti and different string names in it. Anyway. Inspired by t- a true story. Yeah, inspired by a true story, that's it. <laughs>
0: it's pretty common, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, we also, yeah, got another song that we've started writing called Lenny Kravitz Haunts My Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen that video?
0: I haven't seen, no. Oh. Oh
2: my god you have to watch it it's uh lenny kravitz apparently hadn't performed in like 10 years it was like ridiculous um and he's like performing american woman like really going for it uh in these really tight leather pants and he he's playing and then he does a squat and his whole pants split (laughs) like literally the whole whole pants just like woo and it's fucking good
0: yeah everything came flopping out
2: absolutely hilarious yeah
0: so that's why i want your dreams
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's also Adam's phone background, so that's hilarious.
1: True. Sounds like it's haunting in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> For some people, at least. Well, look,
2: I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the song, it, it's called That, because that's one of my favorite videos. It's hilarious.
0: So I know, so you're both in quite a few shows in Fringe, or well, like you've both got a show in Fringe. Yes. Because I know Adam's show, which we are going to
2: on the 21st.
0: Yes. Yep. 21st. There you go. Okay. I didn't know that. I think there I put it in go. the calendar wrong. All right, I'll fix that up. Um. Okay. Yeah, so he's, what is it, Mediocre Comedy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm keen.
2: Good. I think it's a new show for him, so he's kind of going out on a limb with a new a new thing, so that'll be cool to see.
0: With his counterpart?
2: He's like oh, yeah, with... Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, what was his Har- name? Harley. Har- Harley. Har- no, Har- no, no.
2: Hardy. Hardy. Is it Hardy.
1: Hardy? Hardy? Yeah, Hardy. What's the last name? Hardy. Let me just uh, check the, check old, the notes. old notes. Yeah. Hardy
0: something or rather. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, we love Adam. you. Yeah. We'll us <laughs> bit out. Jay should have known this. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, Adam. definitely. Where is he? <laughs> There he is. Anyway, we'll get back to yours. Yours in Fringe is about, like you said, dancing.
2: Yeah, in Fringe, we're doing kind of just like there's a whole lot of different. Dance shows in one show. Yep. Um, Yeah, and so some other of my friends are performing at Studio One.
0: So are we, actually. Oh, yeah? We've got a show.
2: At Studio One? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So random. Okay.
0: 14th to the 16th of October, so for those listening, it's three weeks ago. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, we're doing What Line, so it's uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway spin-off, essentially. Hilarious. So I'll chuck you some tickets for that. Yeah, we got me, we got a few freebies. So I'll send you. I'll give you some freebies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's so 14th to 16th the four, the fifth the Saturday night at 9 p.m. is the R 18 plus one, um, where every joke is welcome. Right. And I think there will be multiple Hitler jokes. Welcome. Oh my god. Which are <laughs> must haves at any R 18 event. Yeah, I love
1: that. <laughs> um,
2: um. Yeah, we might even be there in the studio that day. So that's true. Funny.
0: We got to go yeah. drop off a poster. Um, they said they were going to advertise. Uh, what date's your actually,
2: show? Actually, you can give it to me because I'm going there on Tuesday.
0: I haven't even got one out. Ah, okay. So, yeah, uh, nope. <laughs> nah. right, cool. well, what date's your show?
2: Uh, our show is the 4th and 5th of November.
0: Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. i can an advertisement up for yeah. you.
2: Thanks. Yeah. The main one I want to advertise is the 9th
0: of December. Yeah. 9th of December. Really pump that out. Whereabouts is that again? Kangaroo Point. Oh, Kangaroo. Oh, that's close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So close. Yeah. All right. What else you got for us, Ben?
1: It was Hardy Slurg. Hardy
0: it's Slurg. Hardy slurg. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I would have never guessed Slurg yeah, in a million years.
2: I should have really. <laughs> yeah, you uh,
0: should know this. He's like, they go hand in hand together. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: He takes Hardy everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really, he doesn't.
0: So were you one of the friends present when he did his near, near nude modeling shot that's now on his website?
2: No, I wasn't there actually. Uh, we actually met there though. Um, like a year and a half ago. Oh, cool! At that place, I think, but or in Toowoomba. Yep. But no. That's cool. Then.
0: So, did you live up there with in Toowoomba as well?
2: No, I actually got a gig from Star Now. And so <laughs> did he. Yeah. And then we both did our own solo acts up there in Toowoomba uh, with the Rare Squid guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's
0: cool. That's awesome. How like things like that can just meet and you just make friends and meet people that way. Shut up, water bottle. Yeah, that's um, that's cool. Hey, yeah. that's awesome. How people can just like you'll never meet them in your life, and then oh, you're performing here. We're best friends now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> we uh, do a lot of things together now. Cool.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, December show. December what show. What are we? What are people going to?
2: Uh, they're going to a mostly contemporary dance, slightly physical theatre. Um, work by Void Collective, which I'm the director of, and is produced by Karina White, my beautiful best friend. Um, the piece is about the layers that we put on and take off and get put on us to fit into society, really, and basically the ideas that we've mostly worked on are... Body image, as I said at the beginning of this uh, thing. And also the patriarchy. The
1: patriarchy. <laughs> well, Down with the patriarchy. Em. Got yeah. good.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically it's like, um, yeah, these layers that we kind of put on to fit into society and ones that we've put on... Um, on Voluntarily, people have put it onto us just so that we, you know, fit in or um, things that are really harmful to us, but we continuously do it just so that we have a, you know, it's easier, it's safer, it's, you know, all of these things.
1: So. Politically correct. Yeah, we've spoken about political correctness a few times.
0: Okay. Every single That's episode, sure. actually. <laughs> oh, of almost every episode. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? It's where, you know, um, especially we have our other guest, Loic, uh, Loic, on here. He runs a Broadway Academy. One of our earlier episodes. Yes. And Loic,
2: with glasses? Yeah. He's so sweet.
0: Yeah, great guy. <laughs> Everyone knows him, too. <laughs> yeah. So he's all about, you know, if you sound, if you sung shit, yeah, I'm going to tell you you sung shit. Right. Because if I tell you politically correct and I say, no, that was great, right. then you're going to walk away thinking, you were great, yeah. and you're not going to work on yourself. You're not going to improve, yeah. and that's why, like, politi- that's another reason I'm not liked is because I'm not politically correct. I'll tell people what I think. And, and I
2: guess there's like a way of saying something though that
0: can be like constructive.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I was watching something. I can't remember who was um, saying it, but they were saying that honesty is incredibly important, but it's also important to understand um the The right time and <laughs> place to be honest, yeah, yep. like for example, if we're taking someone who's just done a big show and they come out and they're all super excited and they're in that space of you know elevated mm-hmm. ecstasy and and honestly you th- you you could see a lot of things about the show or the performance that you would have changed or you thought that didn't really work, um the best thing to do in the moment is to. Be honest about the things that you liked. Yeah, and then day later, when the mood's gone down and we're back to normality, you can say, "Hey, you know that show last (laughs) night? I had a few pointers (laughs) about this, this, and this. I think could be improved Mm. upon." Um,
2: Especially if they ask you, I suppose.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know they come out, they've just done the show, they're really excited, and and they come up to you and they say and they say oh well, what did you think what did you think if you say oh it was shit they're going <laughs> that's just going to destroy them yeah. You know? so yeah and that can do a lot more harm than good that can destroy their their passion and yeah and yep. change and their career yeah it can make them not want to not want to try yeah um so be careful out there kids <laughs> yeah
0: if it's within i'd say <laughs> 48 hours no yeah. matter what they oh. did that you saw it is excellent that's it yeah. I would say, or maybe like a three day rule. <laughs> like, don't contact a girl after you get a number for three days. Three days? That's what Barney Stinson's rule is, yeah. That's
1: a, that's a bit rough.
2: That's ridiculous. What,
0: don't would do you do that. it straight away?
2: Absolutely don't do that.
0: So, um, if you've got a guy's number, how long would you wait to text it
1: or call it? Dude, I'd. Even though it's like Messenger number these Instagram. days. Yeah. No, you got to call it straight away to well, make sure Instagram. it's not fake. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram's where it's at. With
2: the, don't you think? How old are you?
1: 25. How old are you? 29.
2: Yeah. Oh. I think Instagram's where it's at.
0: Yeah. Is Insta- Instagram how you hit, hit people up these days? I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. Sh- true. Yeah. All I do is send reels.
2: Send reels on yeah. Instagram?
0: Yeah. Like share. So
2: it's like TikTok for old people.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One year older than you. Yeah. How yeah. many old people are on Instagram though? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no. I am the same. I don't use TikTok, but. The only
0: TikTok reels. is on a clock. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's really shiny,
1: <laughs> All the old people screaming about how TikTok is yeah. stealing all your data. Oh, dude. It oh to the, Chinese. the Chinese people know where you live. Oh God. <laughs> well, what are they going to do about it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they haven't come for you yet. If
1: I'm saying this right, yeah. or if I'm reading it right, impasto yeah. and oil painting. Yeah. Um. Now, I know what oil painting Mm. But I have no idea what impasto is. It sounds like pasta to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> impasto is when you you can actually just uh, put a lot of paint, but you can also put uh, like a, a medium, which is like an extra body to into the paint to make it out. So it's 3D rather than... Sorry, this in. um, out instead of flat.
0: Oh, right. like Ooh. a texture.
2: It, ca- it can be textured. Okay. Yeah. But also... Um, I mean, the cheaper way to do it, and I this is what I use, is I use um, that school glue, the, blue, the white one. Oh, PVA? Blue,
0: yeah, that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, The thing you can eat, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um,
2: I don't know, yeah. I don't need it. Don't eat Not glue,
0: guys. <laughs> surely it's kids safe, right? Because all the kids, of course, are going to eat it. Anyway, let's get back on track. So you, <laughs> 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 so you mix it with paint.
2: Uh, I mix it with glue and baby powder.
0: And baby powder. And okay. then
2: you mix it together and it becomes like super viscous and thick. And then it, my paintings are kind of like, yeah, 3D.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sweet. Are any of your paintings featured on Adam's website?
2: Not yet. They will be. because I've been lazy. <laughs> Not lazy. I just have a million other things to do
0: right now. So what do you... Um I'm trying to find the word. When you're painting, what do you, I guess picture? like what what motivates you to paint? What are you painting?
2: Um, I paint a lot of um, people and figures, but kind of like um, distorted or unique, kind of not unique. Uh, you know, not you know, uh, this exact head. It's like one eyeball will be here or something a bit different. Then the normal face, this, whatever this is. I said that really badly, but (laughs) you know what I mean. Um,
0: Abstract art.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Abstract. All right. Well, I went to uni in the UK.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So when, yeah, okay. Well, start at the start of that. When did you go to the UK?
2: I left Australia in 2012 and went around Europe six months by myself when I was 18. So that was pretty hectic. Uh, Really fun. Also learnt a lot and I think I've matured a lot from that. I then went to uni. I auditioned for unis when I was in that six months. Uh, went to uni for dance for three years at London Contemporary Dance School. Oof. London Contemporary Dance School. Maybe be louder. Um, and then I performed there for three years. Yeah, yeah and right. I also worked in a restaurant at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's classic. Yep. <laughs> we classic. didn't even touch on any of that. P- 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 performing and, and um, working in retail. Yeah, that's why I became <laughs> a
2: PT, because
1: I don't want to do that. So when did you move back to Australia?
2: I moved back at the beginning of 2019, and then I stayed at home in Perth for six months. Then I came here to Brisbane. Uh, and then, yeah, since then I've been here, so it's nearly been... In three years now, I think pretty much.
1: Three years. Cool. That reminds me. Uh, we did ask about why you got into PT and then probably forgot about it.
0: <laughs> did we? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we got distracted what by the worst teams. bloody host, oh
0: seriously. Alright, that's alright, that's so alright.
2: many tangents today. So many tangents. That's
0: my visual. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, why why did you come with PT?
2: Because I don't want to do didn't want to be in a restaurant f- one more second. So I decided to do a really quite easy three month course in PT, and then when I came here, I actually was a PT for nine months um, at Good Life, hilarious, and then um, and an, uh, and at another gym. But now I just PT in the park. It's good. I just so- have the same three clients for three years now, and I just <laughs> PT them, and that's it.
1: Yep. <laughs> Don't have to pay rent.
2: <laughs> no. Have my own. <laughs> Dude, rent's absolutely crazy. I oh, no.
0: everywhere, yeah. everywhere it's crazy. Like
2: three twenty a month it was when I was working at Good Life, uh, a week.
0: Three twenty a li- week
2: at Good Life, yeah, when I was working there. So it'll be more now.
0: That's mental, right?
1: Yeah, I I don't know what the figure is. Uh, <laughs> I got a friend who's doing PT at the moment, so I could ask him. But um, yeah, crazy. I've, I've heard it's so you had to pay. You had to ba- pay to be a PT there. Yeah.
2: It's That's ridiculous. You pay to
1: use the space, and then you just sort of make the try make profit, sort of freelance and get your own clients, and then mental. Bam! Yeah, wow.
0: That's like yeah. why like strippers have to pay a cover charge. Yep. <laughs> when I da- I dated a stripper once, and they're like, "Yeah, we have to pay hundred and fifty dollars a night to go dance there."
2: That's I'm pretty like, good. Well, oh, like, I mean, one hundred fifty is
0: pretty good. I mean, you make you make that back a in, a in three. Well, yeah, you make that back in three songs. <laughs> <All right. Cool. laughs> you gonna you might, you're gonna become a stripper? You only make
2: fifty dollars a song, really.
0: Some, uh, she did, when, but this was like nine years ago. Okay. Yeah, inflation now they yeah. make like ninety dollars
1: a song now. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you're gonna become yeah, a stripper? I mean, I have heard that the demand for male strippers is a lot higher than female strippers, so. and they play the songs
0: at one point two speed, so you're actually, yeah. yeah. Fun fact,
1: yeah. So you get out of there
0: quicker. As yeah. As well. <laughs> yeah. 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 Man, I know right Fun fact is, Yeah That's you know. how they make more money They're like Oh the song's over Hmm That song went faster Than I
1: thought it would yeah, so Female strippers Are definitely making 87 cents To a dollar <laughs> <laughs> Well or we've gone
0: on, on many tangents today But thank yeah. you for coming on the show No
1: worries thank
0: you. Thanks for listening in Head over to our Facebook Or Instagram At Whom Podcast
1: For highlights and more See you all next week with another amazing guest.